Welcome to Otaku American. This is your host, Mikey Fresh. Um, basically, it's just me on this show today. I'm talking about um, two movies I saw last weekend. Uh, the first one being Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and the second one being Transformers 4. Yes, I know Transformers 4 came out a while, a little ways ago, but um, I decided I'm going to just talk about both uh, shows, both movies at the same time, considering I saw one literally Friday, and then I saw the next one on Saturday. So, basically, I'm going to start with the one that I saw first, which would have been Donated Planet Apes is a movie that you're most of you are aware of being a sequel to 2011's Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, I believe the movie takes place about 10 years. Yeah, about 10 years after. Because um, in the movie they refer, they reference the apes say that, spoiler alert, the apes say that uh, they haven't seen a human in about 10 winters. So I'm assuming each winter is a year. So maybe 10, maybe 11 years uh, since um, the first movie, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. But in general, I think this movie was actually very, very good. I was expecting a lot from the movie, and I pretty much got everything that I thought was going to happen. And I, when I say this, I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean it in a positive way. Because, you know, sometimes when these movies come out and you had the movies the original movies come out so long ago and then you come out with some new movies they tend to never really be on the epic scale of the original movies a la star wars with the original and then with the um, prequels but this is just really a retelling of the um planet of the apes movies dawn of planet of the apes like i said it happens 10 years after the fact as you can see that the apes uh, within the movie itself the apes were able to, to um, thrive in the forest that they escaped to if you're not aware they escaped, they went across the Golden Gate Bridge and were able to um, live in a forest and there were, you know of course there's a lot of things that happen there's a lot of action involved you get to see um things that you remember if for those of you who've seen the original movies you get to see you know certain things like um spoiler well it's not really even a spoiler now think about it i think it was in the trailer you see the apes riding uh horses so um they also talk a little bit but for the most part they communicate with each other through uh sign language but um, I believe there were, the movie had gotten great reviews. Um, I believe Rotten Tomatoes gave it like a 93% um, through people, users, and a 92% through the critics themselves. Metacritic gave it like an 82, I believe, which is a very good score. Uh, the movie is very, very good. I, I can't say it's very good enough. The way that... The movie started. It was paced well. The acting is phenomenal. Um, <laughs> I don't remember the actor's name, but um, in the Dawn of the Planet Apes, every time when I saw him, I thought of uh, the Dark Knight Commissioner Gordon. Um, same actor. I forgot his name offhand. Uh, his name escapes me. But um, yeah, the um, just the because in a movie like this to go back to the movie in a movie like this you'll see a lot of um like cg kind of um 
cinematography in the movie itself, and then sometimes it doesn't match well when you have a CG scene with a real person, and they you could see the seams um, of them placing the person in the CG um, environment or vice versa. Whereas this this movie, just right off the bat, they start off with you seeing um, an up-close the eyes of Caesar. So, you know, I believe they use the same thing they use um, motion sensors in order to um, graft the emotion and the facial expressions from the actors who are playing the uh, apes and the um, gorillas and everything else in the movie. So, yeah, everything was great. Everything looked awesome. Uh, I enjoyed the movie thoroughly. Uh, there wasn't too many of a. There were some sensitive scenes and things of that nature, and certain characters weren't really brought out better. weren't brought out as much as they should have. Like, for instance, um, Caesar's wife. Uh, she had a few scenes, but she didn't really have any talking scenes. It was mainly all signed, and there was not too much. It was really the women in the end, in the show itself wasn't too fleshed out like even the uh humans character uh the main human character who was trying to help the apes in order and also help the humans in the same endeavor his wife played by carrie russell she really didn't have that many lines even though she was a very um important person within the movie itself and um they showed her doing certain things and then they didn't show like a part where there was a scene in which spoiler alert where Caesar's wife had just given birth earlier in the um, movie but it was obvious she had complications and she may have passed she was about to pass or she was really sick and Carrie Russell's uh, character comes up and shows that she's you know she has antibiotics and things of that nature and so she starts setting up and then literally they cut and they go to the next scene which is something that doesn't even really even involve her so I felt that that would have been it would have been um, nice to see some of the other characters being developed in the movie as opposed to just Caesar and the main guy and um for lack of a better uh, term for this um, character, Commissioner, Commissioner Gordon. But uh, uh, that all being aside, I thought the movie was really um, done very well, especially for a movie where it takes certain cues from some of the other um, Planet Apes movies. Rise of the Planet Apes took cues from, I don't remember the movies offhand, but um, it's been such a long time ago. But um, it takes cues from other planet apes movies just like dawn of planet apes does obviously there's going to be a sequel um it was revealed that um the ending to dawn of planet apes that is in the movie theaters and a real and there was another ending to dawn of planet apes which was originally um uh, filmed and then they changed it last minute and I think the reason why he said he changed it was because he felt it led into the next movie too much. Uh, which was um, originally it was where everything had ended and you saw him looking out and you would have seen him looking out into, um, into the ocean or into water, into the river and seeing um, warships coming by with humans for the impending fight. 
that was cut out because they felt that it led too much into the following movie. So, as someone who wouldn't have known that, known that there's going to be another movie, it was nice that um, they were able to take that out instead of having a spoiler. Because sometimes it's cool having to know that um, the next movie's coming out, but sometimes you really don't always want to get that information right away. So, it was cool that they took it out and they redid it. And I think the way the movie ended uh, now is probably there probably better off in that aspect but before i go into uh my next uh movie that i'm going to talk about i'm going to cut to a break real quick and we're going to um have a musical break which we haven't done in quite some time and that's that musical break will be um from the group foon pool um believers high from the first opening of Captain Earth, which is something we'll probably we'll talk about in another show some other time. But enjoy Believers High Foon Pool. <laughs> So that was Flume Pool's Believers High from the first opening theme to Captain Earth, which is an anime I'm currently watching uh, that's come out mm, maybe three three months ago. Uh, so with that being said, being that uh, uh, Captain Earth is a mech-type anime, we're going to talk about Transformers 4. Well, as... I said before, this movie has come out quite uh, about, I believe it was released June 27th, so a lot of people have actually seen it, so my review, you know, it's just basically me saying, I thought the movie's okay, uh, being that it's about to come out probably relatively soon on DVD, I think uh, if you're definitely a Transformers fan, uh, and you like, you really like the first three movies, then you definitely add this com- this movie in your collection as a as a person growing up with transformers i thought it was okay there's certain things i didn't like like how they didn't explain certain things like you know if you're 
watching this movie and like, yeah, I'm about to see some Dinobot action kind of thing. Mm, you might want to get on Blu-ray or DVD because the Dinobot spoiler don't show up until like the very end of the movie. And when they do show up, they don't really have any lead into. It's like, you know, uh, we need some reinforcements. Let's get these Dinobots. How he knew they were there is beyond me. Why they were there, I don't know that either. I just know they were there. And if they were there the whole time, why didn't you take them earlier when all these Decepticons started showing up all over the place? There were just certain other things in the movie in which there was no explanation for certain things. Like the Dinobots being, for me, one of the bigger ones. And, like, I didn't like how... Galvatron, how they introduced Galvatron into the storyline. I also didn't like how they had them transforming and like floating in the air and then appearing as a robot and then floating in the air and then appearing as a whatever vehicle they're changing into. I just thought that was a cop out. Instead of having a different transformation sequence, let's just have them floating in the air and then reassemble themselves some kind of way. I thought the acting was done very well. You had Mark Wahlberg as the main human character. You had some other um, guys um, in the movie that were pretty good. I didn't like the fact that they, um, Mark Wahlberg's character has a daughter. And every five minutes, they decided to tell me that she was underage. And they even went to as far as to have the boyfriend, who's, I believe, three years older than her at the age of 20, kind of justify why he had a, he was in a relationship with her. Um, I mean, he had a card in his wallet that dictated why it was legal for him to be dating this young woman. But um, there were certain things about the movie that was just weird. I was expecting, I, I guess I was expecting a little more, but didn't really get that. So, but, you know, as a whole, the movie wasn't bad. There are other movies that are, like, way worse. And, like I said, if you're a big Transformers fan, then you're not going to have a problem with this movie. If I had to give a rating system for either movie, Throne of the Planet Apes would probably get a, a solid four, and Transformers 4 would get a three. Um, there were things about Transformers 3 that could have been better, and of course there's things as a whole that um, Throne of the Planet Apes could have done that was a little better. But I would definitely see Throne of the Planet Apes, especially since it's still out in the movies right now. Transformers 4, you can probably get that when it comes out on Blu- Blu-ray or DVD. So that's probably it. Uh, that's how I'm going to just wrap it up. This episode is strictly really just me talking about Dawn of the Planet Apes and Transformers 4. Uh, both movies, I believe, Big L hasn't seen. So that's why I'm pretty much doing this by myself. And so if you're a fan of sports, um, I recommend watching, listening to, and possibly even watching uh, some of the things we're going to have on um video and of course on a podcast itself uh that show is called nickel and dimes 360 uh it has myself mikey fresh with a co-host jay optics from the rhythm rebel show we talk about sports all kinds of sports we talk about football basketball baseball hockey soccer um pretty much any sport that um is coming through at the time so you know check that out uh, you can find us in the same locations that you find um, Otaku American and the Rhythm Rebel Show. Also, look out for um, Centric Society that's coming out, um, coming to your way. And also, 
Like always, for Otaku, by Otaku. Have a wonderful day. Enjoy.